And welcome back to another episode of Inside the Booth. Um, I am your host, Lucas, with uh, a good friend of mine, fellow co-host, Dustin, a.k.a. Derek. Um, We're going to be your hosts tonight. Um, This is the second time I've ever hosted one of our pods, so who knows how the hell this is going to go. Derek, how you doing? I'm doing good, Lucas. Doing great. Um, just excited to uh, just me and you tonight. Uh, the old old roommates get together, and uh, yeah, let's get started. Yeah, this podcast is so technologically advanced that we have to record in separate rooms because our uh, equipment is very, very subpar. So, and we live like two, like our rooms are a second apart from each other. But anyway, another week, another Bengals loss. The Bengals fall to 0 6. Um, we lose the Ravens. What was the score? I forget. They lose so often. Uh, it was like 24-17, but the game was not that close. Um, it was definitely not. Andy Dalton scored with like, what, like a minute left, I think. And yeah. Yeah. So we tried to onside to kick, obviously didn't work out and yep. Fall to the Ravens 24-17. It was actually 17-23, not as bad as we think, but I'm just impressed that Andy is even capable of getting a garbage time touchdown. Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's so weird because is there's some stat out there that it's he's got like the second most rushing touchdowns uh, since like 2010 behind like Cam Newton. It's, it's so, actually so random. Yeah, he like in college he was like a really big like running quarterback. I think he had like over a thousand rushing yards. I think it was closer to like 1500 rushing yards in his college career. So like he has it in him. Yeah, I guess you could call him a dual threat, or especially in his earlier years. <laughs> but <laughs> he's uh, he's what Lamar Jackson wishes he was, is what I'll say. Yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson is a running back. Um, he ran for 152 yards against us. Uh, so, yeah, that was obviously his season high. Um, it was also the like game, 20 yeah. yards from the record. Yeah, Michael Vick. Yeah, Michael Vick holds the first two. Then it's Lamar, and then it's Colin Kaepernick. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, well, I would say it was a shit show by the defense, but it's it is every week. So I really didn't expect anything different. Yeah, no kidding. Um, I honestly can't think of like any bright spots because that garbage. Like, if it wasn't for that, because like that score is going to be so misleading because of that garbage time touchdown. Um, I just, I, I want to think they're actively tanking. Um, I, I want to think that I hope that's what they're doing, but I also, there's a part of me that thinks they're like actually going out there and trying to win these games. Um, and they just suck and Zach Taylor can handle it. Um, it's just, I hope to God that they're tanking because there's no way that they're going to be able to, um, compete anytime soon if they don't like intentionally try to make this team better, actually do a full rebuild. But yeah, I 
Did you I did you have any bright spots of the game? Because I could not think of any. Um, nope. my only bright on right, Tate. On Tate, that's what, what I was gonna say. Um, on Tate looked uh, really good. Um, being a seventh round pick, I mean, you don't really expect much of them, but I mean, he's six five. Sure, he can't get like a full release um, off like the line or get separation, but I mean, you're always gonna have a chance to. Uh, catch the ball when you're six five and have that like athleticism. Like those uh, back shoulder catches that he was catching, he made like the exact same catch like two or three times. Um, it was really impressive. And then that one that he like dove across like the middle of the field and got um, you like to see that out of him because I mean Andy's always more confident when he has someone like AJ Green that he can rely on and just throw the ball up. Um, but yeah, that was really the only bright spot. Uh, I really can't think of any others about the tank. I think they, I don't think they're meaning to tank. I mean, come on, it's the Bengals. They're going to try to win, but obviously they aren't doing a very good job of that. So I hope that the owners, Duke Tobin and Mike Brown and whatnot can just try to see like what this team is and try to build on the future. That's why I was saying they should trade like their veterans. Um, and I mean, we could be seeing a f- like a few things just with like a trade line trade deadline coming up. Um, but I mean, unfortunately, I don't think anything's going to happen just because it is the Bengals and they are not willing to let go of their favorite players and they're not willing to spend money. So it's, we're probably not gonna not, not gonna do anything. I don't know about you. Yeah, I definitely don't think so. Um, when is the trade deadline? It's October 29th, so that's two weeks from now. Yeah, I realistically don't think that they're gonna trade anybody. It's two. It's a week and a half away, essentially. I yeah. really don't think they're gonna trade anybody, but especially since they're going to London that week, or no, they'll be coming back from London. Is they play in London the 27th? I just don't think they're uh, capable of multitasking and doing two things at once, like playing a game all the way on the other side of the world and trying to um, come up with like potential future altering positive um, roster moves. Um, it just it's just tough. Um, I think that. They might win like one or two games, but if they play like they did um, against the Ravens, and they usually play very well against the Ravens, um, I just don't see any scenario where we win more than two games if we're lucky. I just don't, like we can't go zero and sixteen. That's a Browns thing. I th- we just yeah. can't do that. I think we'll beat Miami, and honestly, to God, that's it. I don't think we beat anyone else, just because like. I can't. I don't know. I came into the Ravens game thinking that we could beat them, um, but like literally every single third and like medium, I knew like just coming in, you knew like all right, well Lamar's gonna get flushed out of the pocket. He's gonna run for the first down, and that's exactly what happened on every single third down. Um, our linebackers are horrible. Uh, I'm pretty much. Who would we even say our best linebacker is? Vigil. Vigil. But like yeah. he basically just tries hard, and that's the only thing it's that he can get do. It done. Yeah. Um. All I'm saying is, 
Um, we didn't go winless when we had Hardy Nickerson out there. So I, know. I think, think it might be. Team... Uh, yeah. I was just gonna say, as soon as we got rid of him, like everything went downhill. You, you you'd have to think that he was the uh, glue that was holding this uh, whole team together. You just have to think that. I mean, we are a Hardy Nickerson podcast. Um, I know we've always been from day one. So I mean, I think they need to get him back out there and uh, pull this team together. Uh, Can you imagine how much better this team would be? And I know this is just like all hindsight, and but if we had Devin Bush instead of oh yeah, Jordan Williams as a first mean, round pick, it's like just watching Devin Bush. It's like if the Steelers had not jumped up a pick ahead of us, we definitely were going to draft that guy. He had he would have he would have yeah. improved the defense on his own, and he'd be a staple for twelve years. It just he it had, sucks. He had an insane game last week too. You see that return? Yeah. What do you have? An interception, two forced Intercep- fumbles. Yeah, and he had a fumble. pretty sure he had he had a touchdown off of uh, that interception, interception or fumble. Um, can't remember which one, but it was yeah one of them. I knew he had a defensive touchdown though. He's he's gonna be a beast. He's gonna make a life for Bengals fan just that more difficult, knowing that we were supposed to have him and the Steelers jumped up and got him. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the Steelers are going to, uh, finish with a better record than the Browns because they are not looking too good. I know. Um, I know I've been on the pod in a couple of weeks, but, uh, it just, those Browns fans have been awfully quiet lately. And yeah. Baker, it just doesn't seem to be as loud when the season's actually going on and everything matters. So I just got to say that. Um, Baker's he's a fraud. He's always been a fraud. Um, he's going to continue to be a fraud. And I also saw today, I think it was today, that um, Freddie Kitchens is on the verge of getting fired maybe midseason because of how poorly they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be just comical. What a dumb hire by them. What an absolute dumb hire. They got a good team, in my opinion. Like, John Dorsey put all the pieces together. They got, like, they got weapons all over the place. They're going to be getting Kareem Hunt. Their defense is, on paper, really good. They got one of the best pass rushers in the game. Um, real good linebacking core. Joe Schobert's really good middle linebacker, whatever he is. Mm-hmm. It's just, that team should be... Attendance, especially in the NFL this year, because the NFL this year is not very good at all. There's, there's a very few number of good teams, in my opinion. So the Browns on paper should be a 10-6, 9-7 team, if not better. And they're just not. And I think Freddie Kitchens and um, Baker Mayfield are the reason why they suck. And I think the only way that Baker's going to succeed in the NFL is if he plays under like a uh, Lincoln-Riley-type offense. And I think if the Browns really want to take a shot at this, they need to like obviously get rid of Freddie Kitchens because he's a, he was a mediocre offensive coordinator, let alone head coach, and they need to hire Lincoln Riley if I'm the Browns. But the, who knows what the hell they'll do. And I, always, I don't want the Browns to do good ever, so I hope that doesn't happen and Freddie Kitchens is the coach forever. But it's just insane how bad that team is. Yeah, they honestly, they remind me of like a typical Bengals team. Like with besides like the defense, um, their defense is obviously like a lot better um, than ours. But like when 
the Bengals are like a decently good team. Like, I mean, you have Odell and AJ, you got Jarvis Landry in the slot, like Tyler Boyd, got a pretty decent quarterback when Andy plays good when Baker, and then you got your running back with Nick Chubb and Joe Mixon. They they look like a Bengals team that oh, yeah. is supposed to be good, but they just cannot beat the good teams. And They're the Bengals with an offensive line. Not even that. Their offensive line is not very good. Like, because they got rid of Zeitler, and Baker's getting fucking killed back there. So it's like, it's, it's, you're really like just watching the Bengals, like, with kind of a good defense. Yeah. And, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But moving on, uh, Jalen Ramsey got traded today to the Rams. What do you think? I was honestly shocked. I mean, kind of, because, even the owner of the – I mean, that doesn't mean anything, but the owner of the Jaguars even came out and said, hey, we're not trading him. He's going to be here for at least the next two years because that's when his rookie contract is up. So when I saw that trade come through today, I was like – or was that last night? Uh, last night? It was last night. Yeah, yeah, last night. This is Tuesday night, recorded on Wednesday. But I was like – Especially to the Rams, because there is not a chance the Rams are going to pay. Be like they're not going to be able to pay for all these guys, and they gave up um, two first round picks, the twenty twenty pick and the twenty twenty one pick, and I think that'll be like the fifth year in a row in twenty twenty one, or that they won't have a draft pick or first round draft pick, something like that. It's just insane. It's like that team is going to fall apart so quick. And Sean McVay is going to get out of there probably because he's just he's a real good coach. He's not going to stay around for that. But it's I just don't know if I'm all for giving up that much of the potential future of the Rams for Jalen Ramsey. Um, I guess if you're in a win now mentality over these next two years, I guess that's fine. But mm-hmm. I don't see him winning the Super Bowl this year. And with Jared Goff, I don't think I think he's regressed. I don't think they're going to have a chance next year either unless Sean McVay can really work some magic. But that's going to set – if they don't win the Super Bowl these next two years, that's going to really set the Rams back a while, I think. No, it's insane the amount of cap hit that they're, that they're going to take. Because um, Aaron Donald's $58 million alone. Brandon Cook's $36 million. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr., $12 million. Todd Gurley, $34 million. I mean, it's – and Goff, too. Goff just got a big contract. Yeah, it is insane. Um, just the number of people that they are paying. And and it's like, with the with the Ramsey thing, I don't understand why you would move for him when, like, I don't think that that's, like, their problem right now. It's not. I thought Marcus <laughs> Peters and Akeem Tlaib were, like, served. Like, they're good. I would, like, kill for the Bengals to have two corners that are like that. Yeah, I mean, apparently Marcus Peters wasn't playing very well this year, but still, it's like, you know the dude's good. And yeah. it's like, I think it's more of like a scheme or something they're doing wrong. Um, I just don't really understand the trade because, like, with all those first-round picks gone, it's like you're setting your team back, like, a lot if you don't do something with uh, the team that you have right now. And it's like... I mean, what is the record like? Three and three, something like that. Yeah, it's like they're not the same team they were last year. And I mean, I just I kind of question the the Ramsey move. Um, 
but I, I obviously I think Jalen Ramsey is avoiding AJ Green at all costs um, c- because Bengals are playing Jacksonville this week. Another game which I think the Bengals do have a chance in just because it's another rookie quarterback. Um, oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, it's the Bengals, so they're probably going to lose. But anyway, uh, the, he gets to face them next or the week after at the Rams. So I hope. I hope AJ Green, Jalen Ramsey get in another fight, and AJ Green uh, takes him down and puts him in a headlock like he, like he did last time. And then tears another ligament in his ankle. Honestly, I wouldn't care. This season's already lost, so yeah, scare up for next year. I know you guys talked about it last week, but they really do need to trade AJ, and they need to do it like yesterday. Oh, I know, but they won't. So it just drives me. It's insane. Like all these people. On Twitter, that like they're like, oh, I love AJ Green. It's like we can't trade him, and Drew yeah. Kirkpatrick is like, if you trade AJ, the team's gonna fall apart. It's like, dude, no, it will not. It's like, I mean, the team's already move bad. On. Now. You'll be fine. It's like the Bengals' future will be, it, it'll be brighter than it is now if they trade AJ Green because yeah, like, they'll get a draft pick, maybe a first round pick, at least a second. Really disappointing because like coming into this year, I was kind of excited because it's like, all right, they're trying some new stuff. They're hiring a new coach. Um, they got rid of everyone that was on the team on this team last year, and I, I mean, I think I don't think it's it falls all on Zach Taylor because in the end, it I mean, you got to have good players on the field, and right now, obviously, their defense is shot. Um, their offense is looking. Not that great, not as great as I would I would have hoped for it to be. Um, but I, I mean, I still want to give Zach Taylor another year just to get his guys in. Hopefully, not have Jim Turner coaching our offensive line because he's been awful um, just from the stuff that I've heard, and he wasn't good at, like at Miami. So it's like I don't know. I just want him to get his guys in, give him a give him another year and it's it's honestly just pretty sad that we're already looking towards a draft and it's not even halfway through the season yet oh i know it's like usually we have like some glimmer of hope usually every season like last year i know we were kind of hanging on till probably about midway through the year and it's like all right we're not gonna make the playoffs let's move on but it's like we're not even halfway through the season we're not we're, we're barely a quarter away through the season and yeah it's like game two it's like this Team's gonna suck cock, and we need to definitely move on. It's and it, look towards the future, we're and it's how on. it's how they play the game because I usually like a Bengals team is gonna like keep it close and like at least be exciting. And it's this year is just like it's beside with the exception of the first game. I've it's been hard to watch. Every has there ever been a game like a team that has fooled you that much? Like the Bengals is like holy shit, they're about to beat one of the best teams in the NFL. Like in Seattle, who and Seattle never loses in Seattle. Yeah, it's like we might be sneaky good this year. It's like we're like oh they might go nine and seven, eight. Yeah, and eight. We, remember when we said they'd they'd get like six or seven wins? That was uh, yeah. that was a while ago. I mean, they still could. But they're not. No, I mean I don't. They could finish the season ten and six. Oh yeah, dude, get that wild card spot. Oh yeah, they could win the AFC North with that. They really could. 
Yeah, I know some Twitter followers of ours that think that's probably going to happen, but <laughs> but it's just it's I've never been so bamboozled and fooled by a team after like that first game, which is it, it's just insane the mm-hmm. difference. And who who did we play in the third game? Buffalo. Buffalo. Yep. It's like Buffalo is a good team. They're a playoff team. We stuck with them. It's like okay, maybe this team's going to be okay, and then they come out the next week and just get shit pumped by who the Steelers it's just mm. it's just bad at least we don't have to watch his team on uh on primetime anymore this oh, year I know. we don't have like a, another Monday night game we're staying up till midnight to watch him get the shit kicked out of him yeah or a Thursday night mm-hmm. it's just god I mean I know it's a rebuild but like I like I've loved the Bengals so much and I just don't want to see him <laughs> it's I, I wish I w- this is all going to be worth it. But, dude, we're Chiefs fans, though, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. I keep forgetting about that. Our Chiefs, um, they've lost to the Texans this week. I say it's just a fluke. They're going to bounce back. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, Holmes, got, he's got that ankle that, I mean, you can obviously tell he's not as mobile. He can't get around as well as he usually does. So I think that's really what uh, is pr- causing problems and plus – I mean, the receivers, with exception of Tyree Kill, and he was, of course, amazing the first game he comes back. Did you see broken collarbone too? Did you see that catch that he made over those two defenders? No, I don't think so. He, Mahomes just bombed it from like the fifty-yard line. Uh, Double coverage. uh, Tyree Kill was he jumps in between the two two defenders, shortest guy in the field, catches it, and goes in for the touchdown. And I'm just like, like, how do you even do that? It's just, he's he's insane. Um, but should we uh go into the games? Yeah, that's a good segue because the first game of the week on Thursday night is the Chiefs at Denver. Um, I think the Chief. There's no way the Chiefs lose three games in a row. Uh, the Broncos are, are garbage. Um, Joe Flacco just doesn't have it anymore, and I think Mahomes is going to bounce back. Um, the Chiefs in general are going to bounce back, and I think they're going. It's going to be a blowout, and it's not even going to be close, in my opinion. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I I see it's at Denver, so there's always like some, I guess, mystique about playing in Denver, high altitude and stuff. But I yeah. really don't think that makes a difference. Yeah. Um, I, st- I still think the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Um, when when they are all healthy, I think they are. But the thing is, their defense is not good. Oh, it's so bad. That would have been the perfect place for Jalen Ramsey. Oh, I wish I wish they would have got him. Yeah, because they already have... perfect, like, rent-a-player. They, have Tyron, they already have Tyron Matthew back there, so... Oh, I know. Uh, I mean, Ramsey would have been perfect for them. Um, but, yeah, I'll take the Chiefs. Yeah, I would, too. Um, next game, we got the Dolphins and Bills. Um, this is going to be a pretty easy pick. The Bills are... Like sneaky good, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna definitely take the Bills on that one. Definitely gonna take the Bills too. Um, I mean, Dolphins are trash, so there's really no uh, no picking against the Bills. I know. I just every single week, it's like I feel so bad for Josh Rosen. Yeah. The more and more I look at him, it's like I, he might not be good. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> Did you hear uh, Fitzpatrick starting this week? Yeah. It's like this dude can't catch a break. He's just garbage. Yeah. Um, um, next, 
Um, we got the Jaguars versus uh, the Bengals. I'm going to take the Jaguars, a little reverse psychology because I got everything wrong. Um, I'm going to bet on this game, Jaguars minus whatever they are. Yeah, I'll probably have to take the Jaguars too. I would say the Bengals, but I would, again, I don't think the Bengals are going to win another game. I picked the Bengals to win last week, and look how that turned out. So I'm not getting my hopes up anymore. Um, I'll take the Jaguars. We also get everything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next big matchup, um, probably first big matchup of the week, uh, Vikings at the Lions. Lions got fucked over by the refs on Monday night. That was uh, terrible, dude. Oh, my God. I man. feel so bad for them. I know. And, like, there's hands at the face calls and, like, everything. It's, like, the the miss 13 men on the field, just everything was so bad. It was. But I, I think the Lions are going to come out and win against the Vikings. I said that hesitantly. But, yeah, I think the Lions beat the Vikings. I think the Lions will take this game because they're going to be pissed from um, the Green Bay game. And then I also think Kirk Cousins can't have two good games in a row against a good team. Uh, so I'll, I will definitely take the Lions on this one. Um, next, we got the Raiders and Packers. I'm going to have a surprise pick here. I'm going to take the Raiders. Um, Packers had a big win against the Lions, emotional. Um, came down to the last second. It's going to be a come-down game for them. And um, I think the Raiders, they could potentially be sneaky good somehow. Don't know how, but they are or could be. Um, I'm going to take the Raiders um, just because, like, the fact that it's a come-down game. And um, it's just tough coming, like, yeah, coming down like I just said. I would take the Packers. Um, I don't want to take the Packers, but I legit think they have a Super Bowl shot. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he's still a top three quarterback in the NFL. And then he's actually got a defense now and a run game. So, I mean, those three things equal success. Uh, Raiders, so I think they're going to put up a good fight for sure. That'll be a good game. Um John Green's got those boys playing good down in Oakland. Oh, yeah. um, Raiders are the sick. If the playoffs started today, the Raiders would be the sixth seed in the AFC. I I think I think they will get in the playoffs. I, it's just so weak. I just think like it'd be tough. It'd be. I just don't. I just think they'll make it. Yeah, Josh Jacobs is a very average. Yeah, Jacobs is a beast. Um, Darren Waller, their tight end. Good story there. He's uh he's very been pretty good for them he's on my fantasy team um but yeah i'll take the packers next we have the rams and the falcons um i'm gonna take the rams here uh jalen ramsey will give them a spark um there's just no way they keep playing this bad unless they actually are a bad team i don't think they are um and the falcons just are they're trash for the most part um so yeah i'm gonna take the rams I'll also take the Rams. Um, I think Sean McVay uh, is a good coach, and he's gonna figure out like what what's what they're doing wrong. Um, because yeah, the Falcons. I mean, honestly, they're I mean they're pretty much the Bengals. Their defense is horrible. Um, and Dan Quinn's probably gonna get fired. Uh, maybe before the end of the year. Um, if not, like, be the first coach that gets fired. I get that's stupid. Jay Gruden was never mind. Who would be the <laughs> next coach? I forgot about Jay Gruden. Uh, I'll, 
would have to say probably uh, Dan Quinn or I guess Freddie Kitchens. If yeah, that, I would say Freddie Kitchens if the Browns like keep this losing streak up. I yeah, see John Dorsey being like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go get a real coach next year, and then go get like Jim Harbaugh or somebody or Mike Tomlin." Yeah, I'll take the Rams. So I think they get this thing figured out and end up being a pretty good team. Yeah, I, I agree. Next um, is the Texans and our favorite team in the world, the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I'm taking the Texans here just because I do not like the Colts at all. I don't not like what that organization stands for. I don't like what the fans stand for. Um, they're too mouthy on Twitter, in my opinion, for no reason. Um, like Big Whoop, you beat Mahomes on a bum ankle. Good, like Big deal. Um, Deshaun Watson's really good. Texans are good. They're, I'm not going to say they're a contender, but I can see them making a run in the playoffs if they get there. Yeah, I'm going to take the Texans too. Um, I just think Deshaun Watson uh, is the truth. Uh, there was speculation that he might be the best quarterback out of that draft um, with Mahomes, which, I mean, I don't agree with, but. Can you he did beat though taking Mitch Trubisky over Sean Watson. Oh, I know, dude. You, you so hate to see that. Good if they had the yeah. Insane. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. But I'm gonna, yeah, I, I'm gonna take the Texans. Uh, I mean, Colts or whatever. I can't even name a player on their team besides Hilton. You, you um, know they had Peyton Manning one time, so they're like. They're I do. I, I think he still plays for them. Yeah. Some of the Colts fans probably don't know that because they don't know football. But yeah, yeah. But next we got the uh, 49ers at the Redskins, who are coming off their first win against the Dolphins. Um, I'm taking the 49ers. 49ers are my new pick to come out of the NFC for the Super Bowl. Um, it just seems like every week they're getting better and better. Um, Jimmy G seems to be improving, and he's the quarterback that we all potentially thought he was. Um, 49ers are just good. Um, yeah, so I'm taking 49ers. Um, yeah, I'm also going to take 49ers. Uh, they're obviously very good. Um, Nick Bosa is a beast. That defense is for real. Kyle Shanahan is a great, great coach. Um, seems like no one's figuring out his offense in his running game. Um, and then the Redskins are just awful, so... I'm definitely going to take the 49ers, and I think they're going to make a pretty deep playoff run. I'd agree. Next, um, this game's kind of interesting to me. Um, the Cardinals and Giants, two rookie quarterbacks going at it. Cardinals, they're not bad. Kyler's doing a lot better than I thought he would. Um, I would say he's probably the rookie of the year right now. Um, and then Daniel Jones, he's been a surprise. I know he made a few mistakes last week against the Patriots, but – He's looked sharp at times when he is a little amount he has played this year. Um, I'm going to take the Giants, but I think it's going to be close, and both quarterbacks are going to play well. Um, but I'm going to take the Giants. Um, yeah, this game is interesting because they're pretty like similar teams with the rookie quarterbacks, uh, the, and then like the amount of talent that they both have. I think the Giants have a little bit more, so I'm going to also take the Giants. 
Uh, do you know if Sa- Saquon Bar- Saquon Barkley's not playing this week, is he? Or I think he'll be back this week too. So that's going to be another big factor. And I know okay. David Johnson is. I know he's been struggling with a back injury, but I think he's like 100 percent again. So they'll both be at full strength for the most part. So yeah, I will take the Giants. Um, but I agree with your statement on the Rookie of the Year going to Kyler Murray. Um, as long as Devin Bush like doesn't continue to play like amazing every game. Well, Devin Bush will win like the defensive rookie of the year. Oh yeah. I don't I don't know if they do like an overall. I don't think but... there's like just one overall. I think it's just offense defense. Okay, but so I... my two picks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um my dumbass said it was gonna be David Montgomery. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a lot right now. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'll take the Giants just because I mean, Daniel Jones isn't that bad. Uh, I'm pretty sure they got she- they got Sterling Shepard back. Uh, I'm not sure on that. Full strength, I think. But yeah, they got Golden Tate. He ended- he had a very good game last game, so I'll take Giants. Next, we move on to the Chargers and the Titans. This is another interesting two, game. Two uh, trash teams. Two very trash teams. Tannehill is going to be the starting quarterback for the Titans this, or this week. Um, they benched Mariota. Probably a good move because Mariota is a bust. Um, but the Chargers are not living up to the potential at all that at least I had for them this, like, this season. I thought they'd be an AFC contender, potentially go to the Super Bowl. Um, they just... They got beat. They got like killed by the Steelers on Sunday night, and the Steelers are they had a third string quarterback, and they're, they're like nothing special. Um, I'm gonna take the Chargers. Um, I think they're gonna bounce back, not in a big way, but they're just gonna bounce back and get this win um, that they should win, should get. Um, I just I don't think Tannehill's any good either, so that's another thing. Um, so yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, um, this is a very weird game, um, but I'm going to be taking the Titans just based on the fact at how bad the Chargers looked uh, last week. Um, that Chargers defense was not as good as it was last year. Um, Titans, Titans are very weird because it's like they'll play good one week and then the next week they'll just look completely average. Um, so I think Tannehill is going to provide like a little spark in him. I think he's honestly, I think he might be on the same level, if not a little bit better than Mariota. Um, and Mike Rabel and his defense, uh, I think they're going to get the job done against his chargers because I don't know, outside of Keenan Allen and I don't know, Melvin Gordon just doesn't doesn't do it for me. Yeah, Austin Eckler is better than Melvin Gordon. I would have to agree. I have Austin Eckler on my fantasy team, and I hope they play him a lot. <laughs> but on the count of that, I will be taking the Titans. Next game, we'll try to wrap this up here quickly. Um, the Saints and the Bears. Um, this is probably a no-brainer for both of us. Um, I'm going to take the Saints. Um, Trubisky is not back yet. He might be out for the rest of the year. Who knows? Um, I'm taking the Saints. The Saints are just really good. They're the 49ers and the Saints are probably the two top 
Super Bowl contenders out of the NFC. Yeah, I would have to agree. Um, I'm taking the Saints, too. Uh, Trubisky's not playing this week, is he? No, I think he's out for an undisclosed amount of time. Yeah, so, I mean, with that, uh, it's I think it's going to be another low-scoring game. Um, two really good defenses going against each other. Um, it's weird that the Saints have a good defense because they used to just rely on offense so much. Um, but Teddy's a very good backup quarterback. Uh, he's got weapons all over Kamara, Thomas, um, and more. So, yeah, I'll be taking the Saints as well. Next game, we've got the Ravens and Seahawks. Now, this game is another interesting game to me. Um, if Lamar goes off and runs over the Seahawks defense, I think the Ravens win. But if the Seahawks can somehow shut down Lamar, I think they'll win. Um, either way, I think it's going to be close, and it's going to come down to the defenses. and um, He's going to play better. And I'm going to take the Ravens. I think Lamar's going to go off. Hmm. Um, he's going to have a big game. Um, he's in the MVP hunt this year. There's no doubt about it. Um, it I don't want to say the Ravens, but I'm going to say the Ravens. I will be saying the Seahawks. Um, I just think Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Lamar. And I think it's going to end up coming down to that is who's going to lead, who's going to be able to lead their team to more, uh, just lead their team better down the field, obviously to score our points. And I think Russell can do that more. Uh, Seahawks defense is, I think they're about average to above average. Um, so I'm going to take the Seahawks just based solely on Russell Wilson. I think that he can lead them over the Ravens, which I'm still not completely convinced um, that the Ravens are good. Fair enough. Next Sunday night game, we have Eagles at Dallas. Now, I know Cody called me out last week for saying that Dak is a trash quarterback, and I think he's a good quarterback. Um, I'm still going to stand by that. I think Dak's pretty good. Um, I think the Cowboys bounce back this week. Um, they beat the Eagles at home. Um, I think Dak earns that money this week. He continues to earn that money. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Um, well, I actually kind of called you out on that. Um, oh, was it you? Yeah. Well, fuck you then. Uh, I will be taking your side, though, on the Cowboys. Um, just the thing with Dak is I just – I don't think he can lead your team to – like a playoff run, um, but he can get you wins. And I just think with him and Zeke and Amari Cooper that they're going to beat the Eagles. Um, they the Cowboys also have a pretty decent defense. I I love their linebacker, uh, Leighton Vander Esch. He would have been a perfect, perfect linebacker on the Bengals. Um, just imagine him and Devin Bush as their linebackers. That'd be just amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys. Eagles are very weird because it's like they won, they literally won the Super Bowl two years ago. They were a good team last year. Carson Wentz is a baller, but they play like trash just 
like it seems like just randomly uh they didn't have a very good game last week um so yeah i'll have to take the cowboys i think Zeke, zeke's gonna go off yeah it seems like every team in the nfl is like that they're just like so streaky like the eagles and cowboys for instance it's mm-hmm. like they can't like put it all together and go on a run yeah um, and if like it wasn't for the patriots and 49ers um even like in the chiefs i guess it would like the super bowl would be like anybody's like the Bengals would still be in the conversation because like you go on a run it's like you could win the whole thing but it's just like the patriots are so patriots and chiefs and then the 49ers is like so far ahead of everybody else mm-hmm. it's just it's gonna be tough for anybody to, to like actually compete, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, last game of the week, if you're still with us, um, we got the Patriots at the Jets. Um, this is an easy pick for me. Um, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Surprise. Uh, yeah, they might. If the Chiefs don't beat them here in a couple weeks, uh, I think they could go undefeated. Um, only because they play in a trash division and. The schedule's, like, extremely weak. But um, I'm going to take the Patriots. Um, I think it's going to be closer than you would think it would be because Sam Darnold, he's back, and he's playing pretty well. He played really well last week. threw for, like, 388 yards, something like that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Patriots. But it's going to be close, like a touchdown game. Yeah, um, I'll also be taking the Patriots. But... I did famously say last week that I did not think Sam Darnold was a very good quarterback. Um, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to run that back. Uh, Because he does look like a a pretty good quarterback. Um, See what happens when you start kissing girls? Yeah, I mean, but like... It's Mane once, and he's now like a superstar quarterback. He's just got to stay away from the girls for the rest of the year, I think. He can't can't get that Mane again. Um, but yeah, he looked pretty good last week. So I think it's going to be, this is tough because Patriots defense, they got like the best secondary in the league. Can you imagine if they had got Jalen Ramsey, which was probably a very, <sighs> I, I would have hated that. I would have hated the Jaguars for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be a close game. I think it'll be like maybe 10 points. Patriots win by 10 points. Probably like 34-24. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Well, that uh, concludes the NFL schedule for the week. Um, and that probably concludes the podcast, unless you have anything else to say, Dustin. Um, I guess I want to shout out the Nationals, uh, MLB. Oh, yeah. Um, they beat the Cardinals. Um, us Reds fans, we do not like the Cardinals. Um, Yadier Molina's kind of, uh, kind of a, kind of a douche, I would say. He's not kind of a douche, he is a douche. He, well, he's a major douche. So, it's good to see the Nationals first time for, like, ever getting to the World Series. You know what I'm amazed with? What? Is they did not pay Bryce Harper that $3 billion. Oh, I know. Get paid. And they're doing this, like, without... The they're, are best players they're much the they're a much better team than they were. Best player in baseball, year. Bryce Harper. They're doing it without, which is just well. Me. 
<laughs> Speaking of the Angels and like best players and all that, yeah. Did you see that Joe Madden got hired by the. I did Angels see. Today? I did see that. It's probably a pretty good hire. That'd be pretty good because you got uh, second best player in baseball. Uh, got, first, first, uh, first best player. But go ahead. It's up for debate. I think their farm system's pretty good. Like, but I also have no clue because I don't really follow baseball outside the Reds. Um, but yeah, I think the Angels will be a factor here shortly, just because like they got Mike Trout and they got Albert Pujols, man. Oh yeah, they got Albert Pujols. Yeah, it's like fifty-five good, years like, old. Ten years ago, he had twenty home runs this year. I think. I think I could have hit twenty home runs this year. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, that remains to be determined, but but, but steroids—you can do anything on steroids, as Albert Pujols is. Proven time and time again, um, but yeah, uh, what are the the Astros are about to beat the Yankees, though, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I think they're That's up two one, three one. So yeah, I think it's I think it's two one. Yeah, um, I would love to see the Astros and Nationals because I don't like that'd the be that'd be a fun road series, honestly. Oh, I know. I mean, maybe no not from like a Yankees big city them. standpoint, they might not want that, but just because everybody loves the Yankees for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely the I'm, like, yeah. I want to see the Nationals. Well, but. I'd pull for the Nationals. Um, Anthony Rendon. Uh, it's kind of funny. I think he's about on record saying um, he like doesn't really care to play baseball. He just does it because he's like really good at it. So it's just kind of funny because I mean Rendon was up for like top three MVP candidates this year, <laughs> and he really doesn't care to play baseball, which is it might be a lie, but. Um. He's yeah, like Brooks Kepka of baseball. Yeah, it's it'd be pretty cool to see him in a Reds jersey. Honestly, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Um, go Nationals. <laughs> yeah, let's go Nats. We're uh, I'm gonna declare it now. We're a uh, Nationals podcast for at least the next three weeks. It's about to be Natter Day. Yeah, Natter Day every day. But yeah, um, that's all I have for for today for the podcast. Um, if you're still listening to us, uh, I don't know why, but uh, thank you. Um, I would say I would give my second hosting appearance a B minus. I don't know. What, I don't know about you, Dustin. Yeah, I think we, uh, you know, we pulled some strings, but overall, I think we did good. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, just our NFL knowledge is so like deep and like vast. It's like who would not want to listen to this? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Um, we might have a back-to-back episodes, uh, another episode dropping shortly. Um, we are the hardest working podcast. But in yeah, media. We're out here. Uh, Other than that, we're coming for the last part of my take. Oh yeah. Uh, Other than that, um, yep, we'll see you shortly. Talk to you next week, hopefully. Yep, see ya. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. Because you're mine, I walk the line.
Mokla.